Hello, welcome to the Hey Listen Radio Show, episode number eight, where we talk about current events uh, that are happening in America right now. Well, at least they were when we recorded this. Uh, I dropped the ball a little bit on editing just because uh, this episode needed a little bit more editing than usual. Um, apart from just the usual smoothing out things, I had my mic off for a portion of it, so it wasn't recorded, but the boys could still hear me. Uh, but how that affects this is basically all you need me to tell you is that uh, for the first topic, Joe brought in a an article about gyms reopening. Um, so there's that. Um, there's no real intro for it, but except for the one I'm giving right now. Um, and if you're here for the meaty stuff, that starts about uh, 21 minutes into the show. This was recorded at the beginning of the month, and things were very much still uh, sort of in flux with regards to the uh, riots and the protests, which have since calmed down. We're seeing a lot more peaceful protests uh, these days, I think. Um, but uh, I think you can, you know, as I was editing this, I don't think you could hear uh, it really in my voice. Uh, you could hear it in Jumper Cable's, he was expressing it, and you can definitely hear it in Joe's voice, but we were all very stressed out about these events um, at the time. You know, there's a lot of stuff that was not known up in the air. You know, I was kind of personally worried about how far a lot of stuff might escalate um, because of where I live. There's that, but there's also just sort of the uh, philosophical crisis that I've uh, been going through with this whole thing. Um, one thing I don't think I expressed enough was sort of my worry uh, about the sort of anti-intellectual uh, angle being taken uh, around a lot of these subjects by almost everyone I know. <laughs> Uh, who I consider an acquaintance. Um, a lot of people, too. I've had a lot of run-ins with people who want to see this as a very uncomplex issue, uh, clear-cut, black-and-white uh, race issue, uh, when it's not. There's a lot of economic things that factor into this whole situation. But uh, we get into it here. I think it's something that I may want to definitely revisit especially uh, sort of in the fallout of all this stuff. We're, I don't think we're quite in that area yet. There's still some unresolved things. Um, like I, I would love to talk about, you know, stuff like Chaz and other things like that. But for now, this is, this is sort of our thoughts on the matter as it was happening. Oh, and I just want to give a big, big giant shout out to my buddy Jimmy Grant who uh, has so generously decided to let us use uh, one of his songs for the new intro. Uh, so uh, be sure to pay him a visit at jimmygrant.net. Visit his Facebook. Uh, you can find his music on uh, Spotify and iTunes and Amazon. Uh, all right. Enjoy. Okay, so I gotta confess something. I'm only looking at it just now in the second part of that headline. 
upsets me. <laughs> uh, please, I'm really interested to know, Lionel, why does that upset you? Because I like going to the gym. There's a lot right. of equipment there that is either really expensive or really uh, space-consuming or both that I mm. uh, like to use there. They're um, specifically... Um, like uh heavy like barbell barbell training mm. and uh the heavy bag are my two go-tos also occasionally swimming and yes you can work out at home but unless you have like a dedicated space and the money to fill that space with that sort of equipment you're basically kind of relegated to cardio uh lightweight um home workouts favor a very specific kind of exercise and there's you know, very different body types that lean more towards different kinds of work. Um, and, you know, will serve different goals. You're going to have a very hard time bulking up with, uh, you know, small weights and resistance bands. It's not that it's not possible. It's just uh, way more difficult. Uh, likewise, cardio can be kind of tricky indoors. You can maybe go outside if you're willing to deal with that mask. But, um, you know, I don't like one type of workout because one type of workout or a handful of types of workouts are going to affect the body differently. So yeah, if you're trying so, to either lean into your body type or you have a specific goal in mind, you're kind of limited by being at home. So there's been a lot of YouTube videos popping up with a lot of people creating their own alternative to exercise equipment and other things that you would usually only be able to have at the gym because it's either like you said too expensive or it just meets a very particular need so i mean lots of people like you know using for heavier weights lifting couches or having large bags of flour or stuff like that so people have been trying to think of alternatives and they're becoming very popular lately so I mean, you don't think though that could work? It's not that they can't. You are having to get like way super creative out of necessity. Mm. And the thing is, um, more so long term, because I can understand people questioning the gym as we're just it's now expensive. Well, no, I, I can. Um, well, there's that depending on which gym you go to, also. But I can mm. understand people questioning it in like the immediate future because the uh, feeling about where we are in regards to Corona is kind of up in the air. It's kind of mm -hmm. iffy. Uh, if there's going to be like a round two, so to speak, that shit's going to spread like wildfire in a gym. So I can understand people being hesitant to open those in particular. You got like sweat, body fluids everywhere. People are naked showering. They're in the same water. They're using the same equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want that kind of funk on you, Mike. It's it's not a good funk. It's a, it's pretty nasty, actually. Uh, it's very hey, stinky. Yeah, you get that kind of sweaty doing other stuff, too. So, um, there's true, 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 true. Uh, Some might call that exercise, but well, so so it could be it could be like priority one breeding ground for that stuff. If we're not as past Corona as everyone seems to be thinking, um, so I can understand in the short term and maybe like till we have like some sort of like vaccine or science tells us something we don't already know or whatever the hell. Um, but like indefinitely, 
the other thing about those creative uses of things to counteract the inability to use the big stuff, the heavy stuff, is that you know once we're clear of Corona, those things don't necessarily have to go away. If you want to stay inside and try and bulk up, you can still do those things, and the gym can also exist. Mm. So some of the other things in the article, like what the the author of the article was like was mentioning, she was also saying that now I won't have to go. I won't have to go out of my way to a completely different location just to get my workout. I can just mm-hmm. go outside and start jogging. And and it, she like mentioned that other people are now starting to experience the outdoors more. They're actually getting outside and running and realizing that you know they don't have to do if they want to do cardio. They don't have to go to the gym. They can just do it themselves and not have to spend any money at all. Yeah. Or you know it's just all these type of other things. But you also make a, a great point, Lionel. That yeah, I mean it's. It is a, you're very close to people mm-hmm. and it gets very sweaty and there's lots mm-hmm. of other, you know, like st- all kinds of things that can get passed on to other people in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another huge, huge reason why you wouldn't need it. But um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that she was just mentioning is that, you know, yeah. she can now make more time and she's now experiencing the outdoors and everything that it offers. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, the, the thing is, is you want, when it comes to something like that, when it comes to something as essential as kind of like maintaining your body, your health, you want as many viable options as possible because for a lot of people, the act of exercising is just difficult. Mm. It's just an effort. Um, I lucked out in regards to my gym visits. I, I look forward to those because I like barbell training. You know, I like hitting the heavy bag. I like swimming. So I can kind of do something I enjoy and still take care of my physicality at the same time. That makes, you know, the habit of it. It it lets me jump over that bit of maintaining discipline and forcing myself to do something. Yeah. I get to have two for the price of one, which is why, you know, I'm for as many options as possible. Just before all else, if you're trying to lose weight, find something physical you like doing and just do that for a while. That's going to get you past that difficult part where it's just hard and tiring and you feel like you're doing it for nothing. Mm. That's yeah. weight loss with uh, jumper cables. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, if I, um, there was a point in time where I was thinking about going vegetarian and that I'd be eating a lot of pizza too. <laughs> yeah. Also, keep in mind too that even if you go vegetarian or you go any, if, any diet that you choose to take, it doesn't matter if you don't do it in moderation. I mean, if you just, well, I mean, you, you can go, say you can go completely vegan, vegan. But if you're eating like sugary snacks all day, <laughs> well, not even, not even, well, not even like, uh, like just sugary snacks or anything. You can like just become a vegetarian, and let's just say you're eating like uh, I don't know, like large amounts of salad. Yeah, you're eating for long. entertainment. Yeah, or if you're or if you're like having broccoli, but you're yeah, it's steamed, but you got like tons of cheese all over it, or you got other yeah, melted like butter of, and cheese and for salt. sure, so, <laughs> yeah. So just because you go vegetarian does not mean that you're suddenly going to start losing weight, and a lot of people make that mistake. Like it's mm-hmm. just oh no, I'm eating I'm I'm eating veg- vegetables now, so I'm going to lose weight. It doesn't matter how much I eat of it, and I just like scarfing down truckloads of veggies and. Like wondering why am I not losing weight? So it's just, it's honestly all about moderation when it comes to that stuff. But I mean, some uh, some I guess some other on the other side for 
like Lionel kind of about why the gym should stay. I mean, I actually like the gym. I mean, the other thing too would be the social aspect oh, of yeah. it. A sure. lot of people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they have a lot like 24 hour fitness. You go in there, there are tons of classes going on all the time and there's large groups of people in there. Not like one or two, it's maybe like 10, 20, 30 people in there at once. You see people like, you know, like some like 30 people cycling. It's a great opportunity for people just like people who are lifting weights. Um, like everyday gyms yeah. like close down, Planet Fitness, uh, my coworkers, they would all go there after work and just like lift weights together. So it's mm-hmm. it's a whole, it's a very social thing. And if you take that away, then, I mean, they're not going to have that place that they all want to come together. Sure, they could go to each other's house and, and there are some people who kind of have their own gym at home. But it's just not the same experience yeah. um, that's and culture that's you know that that's been like established with gyms. And also, one another thing you were saying too about there's different kinds of gyms. There's a UFC gym yep. where people who want to focus like that. People want to focus on kickboxing. There's all these different needs you know, that are you being can go to like a like a like a yoga studio if you're more on mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing. Uh, Pilates place. There's uh, places that have like uh, climbing walls in them. Uh, for sure, something that's more focused on the swimming, the pool, the aquatic. Uh, you know, on top of yeah. just across the board gyms, you have specialized gyms and you know, yeah, boxing yeah, gym or something like that. If I had the money for it, I would probably attend multiple gyms just you know for <laughs> for different interests. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I personally love when I started going to the gym. I really loved the experience a lot. It was a, like a lot of fun. And, um, you know, going there with my fiance as well, we both would go there and like just experience all the different exercise equipments. And it was a lot of fun. And we even kind of get in the competition with each other to see who could last the longest on some of the like treadmills and other kind of thing like that. So we're basically making a game out of it, which made mm-hmm. it very entertaining and fun to go. So, you know, it's stuff, it's stuff like that. So, um, I do feel there are a few things that the gym could change and maybe do better with. I, I know there, some gyms can be very predatory when it comes to you know pricing and getting you to get on plans and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, I don't know of everything that's happened will change that um, but definitely uh, you know stuff like that would be a reason for maybe gyms to some people want gyms to go away because of that because they're just that you know you sign up and then out of nowhere you now like you're locked into paying over a thousand dollars within the year or something or like that so time you didn't spend in there Exactly. Or there's some so, there's some like weird sub cost they didn't tell you, but was in the contract or yeah, yeah. So it's there's ups and downs, pros and you know up pros and cons for why it should be around. I think it's just still it's kind of sad that because of the COVID and all that stuff that's happened, a lot of mom and pop gyms are kind of have actually closed down. Like Gold's Gym was one that um, they had it was, to... It was dying out beforehand, unfortunately. It's true. That's true. It's sad to just see them go. I mean, these are these places have employees. These are people's jobs. So I would I always hate to see people get laid off. That's never a good experience. Also, it's it kind of... Because um, Gold's Gym... Like, like, like going to a Gold's Gym was kind of like a goal for me at some point. Since mm. uh, I'm into the barbell training, I'm not like super down yet. Um, but that's where like, I, I thought, okay, if I ever got like super duper serious on this, that's where I would go. Mm, yeah. So, so for the sure. fact that they're, they're dying out is, uh, really disheartening for me. Yeah, that really is. 
That's never a good one to see. I think they've been on for a while too, so that makes it even. Kind oh of- yeah, well yeah, they were the gym after uh, Pumping Iron came out in the eighties. Yeah, so we have like Crunch Fitness is another one that's around yeah, that's here. The, that's the number two for me, more so just because like I, I associate Crunch Fitness with the nineties. Yeah, the only thing else, just everything about like the design, and I think there's a yeah their logo. Yeah, their logo. It's, um, yeah, their logo. it's, yeah, it's uh, what it is. I think they were in. It was Night at the Roxbury, and that movie's <laughs> yeah. as fuck. I didn't even know they were a chain. I just thought they existed in Richmond. No, no, they're a thing. Yeah, uh, we have one here in, in Sacramento too. So yeah, it's. Yeah, so I mean, overall, I personally feel I don't I don't know 100. I I mean, I see some of the points of the person in this article, what they were talking about, but overall, I don't feel they should go away. I feel they're going to be forced to change and how they probably mm-hmm. do things if something like this happens again, because a lot of them have gone. I, I know 24 has just reported that they're going into bankruptcy and they had to like get like a 300 million dollar loan or something. Um, Planet Fitness, um, they're I think they're about to go into bankruptcy too. So it's it's hitting the gyms really hard. They're slowly opening back up, and I think they have they're opening one up in Texas. And they said that what they're going their plan is now until this thing fully passes is that it's kind of ridiculous, but they're gonna make it so when they open up the gyms, they're going to make it so that you they when they open up for a few hours, everyone can work out. They're, everyone's gonna be required to do the whole hand sanitizer, scrub everything down when they finish using the equipment, and then after uh, like three hours, I think it closes down, and then all the employees scrub everything down, and then they open it back up again a few hours later. And uh, I'm very serious about this. They open it, oh, open it back serious. up. It's just yeah. Wow. And then I think they said they're going to do this three times every day. Um, close it down, scrub it, open it back up. Then people can go in it, close it back down again, clean it, and then do it again. So so as, as ridiculous as that sounds, I've had a couple of moments where I uh, was contemplating, okay, if I get one of those like full-body sauna suits, like one with a hood, have gloves on and my face mask on, and maybe put some goggles on, could I go... Back to my gym. <laughs> oh, and maybe like like in. not 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 risk the COVID. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because I'm not, you know, I got I got a immunocompromised family in here with me, so mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. That's the real reason why I can't take that risk. But I'm sitting there trying to work it out in my head because I've really fallen. I'm I'm not good with the home workout, so I've like really fallen off, and I miss it. Yeah. I've worked out once since this is all happening. <laughs> I kept it up for like two weeks. Yeah, I did some, gym and then it went to hell. And like push-ups and shit. Uh, yeah. So. I'm so not, yeah. Uh, I think I just my workout was just going to the bus and then you know <laughs> around a little bit in the city during the day and and that was it and uh, so it was pretty minor but now I'm just like sitting around i gotta i need to start working out more and i mean i guess i've skateboarded a couple times but i shouldn't mm. even be doing that more so i mean i think another thing that the gyms have been also been doing is that they all have apps and they've been like doing lots of fitness videos and stuff that you can do at home but it's just <laughs> not the same experience um i mean it can work for some people but 
I think a lot of other people were also going to the gym because that was, I think you kind of brought this up a little bit, Lionel, that like, that's their way to motivate themselves Mm -hmm. to to go and like work out like, okay, this is part my, this is my routine. Yeah. After work, that's the habit they're able to latch onto be it. Yeah. An after work thing or on their days Mm -hmm. off in the morning at night, whatever. Yeah. It helps a lot. It's mm-hmm. that, that will yeah. get a lot of people fit. Well, yeah, like even just like 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 the fit thing that was good. It kind of like when I work out regularly, it makes going to like work, going to do my job a lot easier. It's like I'm I'm just like yeah. less sluggish. I don't wear out as quick, and also it it helps me to sleep. And insomnia is kind of a thing in my family, so anything that helps with that goes a long way. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> all the, like, like the good things that happen to you when it's your body, when it's actually more fit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you do have more energy, you are capable yep. to do it. It's, it's just like, it's a lot of work, but it's just the long-term effects are just, no, it definitely so good. Off. It really does. It gives you more time on the clock too, long-term. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Just wanted to talk about that and see where everyone's thoughts were on the gym. Situation. Actually, Joe, I appreciated that conversation a great deal. Thank you for contributing it. Of course. Yeah. I feel it's kind of important because this is an area, especially now people need something to occupy their minds and gyms are a big part of that. Have always been mm-hmm. a big part of that. It keeps a lot of people sane. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and, and you need that endorphin of- hit. Mm hmm. So, yeah, it's, I think the gym is more important than people think it is. Okay. Um, so, I... Uh, okay, so, now I guess uh, I just want... I thought we should probably talk about the state of the world and the gyms being one of them. But, I mean, just something you guys mentioned briefly was the, uh, you know, sort of unease or not knowing about the spread of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're pretty much, seems like we're going to find out really where we're at with this thing over the course of the next couple of weeks because people have been outside protesting uh, in very large groups mm-hmm. together. Um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think, in terms of the virus, do you think... Um, I'm not sure. Like, I'm surprised we didn't see any spikes like sooner, like recently, specifically amongst all the people uh, protesting. I mean, most of them are wearing masks. Uh, not not necessarily because of a uh, COVID per se, but um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like there should have been like a huge spike based on how uh, terrified everyone was. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, if it's really most. I'd probably put it around fifty to sixty percent of people are wearing masks, mm. but uh, a lot of people are just dropping them. Uh, seen a lot of cops without masks. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, but I guess the, I think they said the. Uh, gestation period is between like three days and like two weeks so I think by the end of the month we'll probably see what is happening there mm-hmm. but yeah I just wanted to I mean first of all 
see how you guys are doing about this and how you feel about it and what's like I'm not gonna really walk through this in a structural manner I just want to know like because there's so much to talk about there's so many things to pick apart I just want to know like what are the conversations that you guys have been having lately and what have you guys been seeing online and what have you been feeling about what you've been seeing Joe Joe you go ahead ah where to begin ah well Jesus the COVID stuff I don't I mean there's been a few cases popping up here and there of being of people um showing that they've been getting infected but I don't, I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, a lot of the stores that I've been going to, everything's becoming way more lax, like way more before it was, you could only be, there were like, everyone had to go through a certain direction. Lots of things were blocked off. Everyone had to be moved through the store in a very particular path. And they were constantly scrubbing down everything. That's all kind of stopped now. I mean, people aren't really doing that before everyone in the stores was was wearing a mask. No one's really wearing a mask anymore. So, I mean, it's the, the governor of California. I mean, he's not the most popular person right now, but he's not. Um, are you serious? A lot of people do not like him. Like a lot of people have been saying he's been going way too slow with reopening everything. Tons of people have been getting unemployed. Tons of people are losing jobs. He's not. People do not like him at all. Like, there's like tons and tons of articles of people saying that they're really, really angry at him, especially like here in Sacramento. Like everyone that I talk to at work, like some of my other friends, you know, everyone, I, like my, the CEO of where I work, like he was saying that he's been talking to tons of local businesses that have having to been shut down because of all this stuff and laying off tons and tons of people. No, he's not. And then, but there's on the other side where people are extremely pissed at him because they feel like he's opening stuff up too fast. But it's it's just like it's just sounds like he can't win. And, this is back and forth. But like every everyone like Tahoe, like Lake Tahoe, they are basically pleading, pleading to the governor to let them reopen because they are severely lacking in business. And Lake Tahoe, South Lake Tahoe, is completely dependent on tourism. So they are just like in dire need of you know of more tourists going up there, but the governor keeps saying no, no, no one can go up there yet because of coronavirus and all that stuff. You guys have to. No one can do Airbnbs. No one can do any of that stuff right now. So it's just it's a mess. Like he just and Lana, you're right. He can't win. Like people are really pissed at him for not opening up fast enough with different phases. People are like you know really happy that he's finally starting to do it. Like there was the whole big thing with all the churches about um like being incredibly pissed and feeling like they're that um he's they're preventing from doing from allowing them to worship that was a huge thing like all over the news they were extremely pissed about that to the point where all of the like the lead priests or whatever they're called they actually had all signed an agreement together saying that on may i think it was may 20th or something that they weren't even going to listen to him anymore they were all going to open up on Sunday for prayer and everyone was going to come together. But the the governor kept saying, no, there's a whole bunch of shit going on. It's ridiculous. Like, it's just, he is like, there's a large amount of people who really like him and like glad he's opening this up. But there's even like an even bigger crowd of people that hate him tremendously because he's taking way too long to stuff up. And people mm-hmm. are just like, they're, they're having to like so many businesses, small businesses are shutting down around here. It's ridiculous. 
and then adding on all of the curfew crap and all, all of like, you know, I walk down, um, I work downtown and like just walking down the street, it's like building after building is boarded up. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Or spray painting every, it's, it's, it's insane. So um, I could keep going on. There's so much more that I could go on about. I've been like just every day, me and my fiance just talk about nothing but this shit at work. We talk, no, this is like constantly being passed back and forth in Slack. Uh, it's just, it's, it's madness all the time. So anyway, I'm going to rant there. Forgive me. No, <laughs> this stuff is, rant. no, it, it's all means expound. Yeah. It gets, it just gets the way of the samurai. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it gets much worse. I mean, yeah, but anyway, I, I won't take all the time up. Well, no, I mean, you kind of just you barely touched about on sort of the uh, the, the uh, protests. protests and the riots. And I can keep going. I got a lot to say about that yeah. stuff too, but yeah, I yeah. I don't want you guys. I mean, well, you, talked, <laughs> you, guys... about, you talked a lot about people being mad at at Newsom, but you didn't really. I mean, it sounds like you're pretty upset about all this stuff. Well, yeah, it's all I've been like talking. Don't about worry, like, Joe. I won't. I won't fly at you like a spring-loaded cat, like I did in G Chat. No, no, you didn't. You didn't. It's just always. Hard I, I to did. I have... did. I can't even lie. No, I mean, Lionel. Like, it's kind of hard to have a conversation like that through text. So don't yeah. feel like you were coming at me. You really weren't. It's just honestly to have that kind of conversation through text is kind of difficult. So no, I was, no, no. Um, Mike may be able to tell you, I was pretty worked up at the time. Mm. So. It's, yeah. So basically just to kind of like go off a little bit of that conversation with everything. I mean, at least here in Sacramento, it was pretty bad. It's gotten a lot better, but I mean, in the beginning with all, I mean, like they were constantly blocking stuff off in the streets. There were lots of police everywhere. Um, they were doing lots of marching and stuff uh, downtown. Uh, but there was also a lot of riots and lo- uh, looters everywhere. And the thing that I was just so kind of like really irritated and frustrated about is that like, uh, I understand what happened to this man. Uh, Floyd was like really, really, really bad. And I am in no way defending the police at all. What they have done is incredibly bad and they should be punished. But I feel like what was happening was that people were acting as if nothing was being done. Now, I understand things were not happening fast enough for people, but they were acting as if nothing was happening. And it just, and the news, it's very true that they kept showing lots of looting and particularly focusing on black people. I found that to be a little, that was kind of, yeah, at least in Sacramento, all the footage they were showing, yeah, there were white people looting too and stuff. But a lot of the time it was just mainly focused. It's like, Oh God, here we go again. Let me stop you for a second. Just go for it. I want to dive a little bit into that for a second. Yeah. Cause I, I was watching the news a a little bit earlier on when it was all kind of starting to happen and the riots were sort of breaking out. And then I kind of stopped watching just for, you know, the sake of my own well-being, like so I could sleep at night. (laughs) But um, I keep seeing like when you say the news is focusing on this, like what news do you mean? Do you mean you were following like. CNN. Like local news, or are you CNN watching one on, of the twenty-four on hour? Or were you yeah. watching like the news news, like MSNBC or Fox News or CNN on TV or something like that? Uh, what do you mean when you refer to? Yeah, is this like Channel Five, Channel Seven? 
uh, walking outside. No, so no. I was just thinking outside. No, no, no. Well, well more so the... the um... Hold on, hold on. You just said the news was focusing on... Uh, I'm talking about... Yeah, the sec... The news okay. was focusing on specifically like blacks, black people who were doing the looting. Like, like what channel yeah. or what company? Like, what, is, is this SAC B? Is this one of the channels? Is this MSN? Is this NBC? Yeah, is it he, Fox? He's got it. He, <laughs> we're just asking where you. Right. Who are you talking about? Right. So it was just it was the Sacramento News. I don't really know what channel because I just usually watch it off just YouTube. So I don't really know mm -hmm. what channel. Um, but uh, so, yeah, it was the Sacramento News. It was the news that was uh, New York showing in New York a little bit. Uh, and there was some other I don't remember the other places. But yes, there were white people being shown. I did see that. But a lot of times, at least from what I was seeing, that there was a lot of the time it was just showing a bunch of black people running out with stuff. Yeah. So it's not, my point is like uh, I'm not like coming after you. I think I'm just like curious when we talk about the news. Mm -hmm. like, who are we talking mm -hmm. about? So well, yeah, because right, it's, not, it's not Fox News or anything like that. No, it's not yeah. that. Well, yeah, it's just depending upon uh, which channel, where you're getting it, or even how the channel you're looking at is getting it. Because I've seen bits of overlap across different uh, medias, uh, there could be a very different picture being painted. Yeah, so I, I've been seeing people, and I see this happen all the time, not just right now, but like beforehand, when people say, like, there's a phrase that you see on Twitter a lot, or, or social media in general, which is like, the mainstream news is not reporting this, or they're reporting this wrong. Um, mm -hmm. and like, again, I'm not, I'm not even really talking about what you just said, Joe, I'm just talking about other things I've seen. Oh, a lot of people it's, like to title their, their, the clip they found as what the mainstream news won't yeah, show you. Yeah. Yeah. Or their anecdote about, you know, somebody they know was misinformed because they were watching, uh, you know, the wrong or, or something. Insert network here. Yeah. Um, so I started seeing that people starting to say stuff like that but to, to be fair i was kind of surprised like when i do sit down and watch the news because we have cable here for some stupid reason mm -hmm. i i flip between the major networks like msnbc cnn and fox news etc to see all the different takes and i mean i was kind of surprised this was like day one or two or three around the riots and um it didn't seem like people were reporting with like super major bias like i was surprised that they were all all these major networks were saying they were making pretty clear distinctions about like there were peaceful protesters and then that they were you know there were, the difference between protesters and rioters yeah and like that, they're using specific verbiage for each yeah and they were talking about like bad actors you know kind of in, infiltrating the ranks and and causing trouble mm -hmm. um but they were making a distinction between protesters and rioters which i it's uh, important it was important and and they were on top of it um right yeah i mean i know there's a, a huge difference and it's not like there has there were not peaceful protests everywhere no there absolutely were it's just yeah. it just felt like this escalated way too quickly a little goes got, a long way with you know, rioters, saboteurs, and you know, deceivers. 
which at least from what I was seeing, that all that stuff completely overshadowed any type of peaceful protesting stuff at all. Um, yeah. Lionel, you were saying when we were in the chat a little bit that like there was way more people doing peaceful protests than writing and all that kind of stuff. You may be right, but at least but from it doesn't what I, feel that way for you. No, right? it, not at all. I mean, not from what I've been seeing locally and from what I've been seeing, you know, on the news. Um, yeah. I mean, just, just mixing those two things together. No. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, there were some like um, people reporting in downtown Sacramento that there were some great peaceful riots. That's <laughs> peaceful riots. Uh, there were um, some peaceful people, a, a large group of people that were protesting and it went extremely well. I mean, it was very they peaceful. People were marching down the street. They've become more civil as time has gone on. Right. But then the other side of it, which made me even like this out of hand when it came to the protesting thing. It's one thing to go to the Capitol and protest, you know, power to you, keep doing it. That, that's how change happens. But it's another thing which I thought was incredibly stupid and almost got me angry for this whole thing was that people in, uh, at least once again, in Sacramento on the freeway, they were literally on marching on the freeway and stopping mm. people. Like a whole, like the entire section of the freeway was shut down for two days because a bunch of people were doing their protests and stuff on the freeway. I don't understand what that's accomplishing. That's not helping anything. And then and yeah. in Fresno, um, my fiance just showed me like this news clip, uh, an article um, about, which is even more ridiculous, is that people were actually stopping cars, um, like going in front of them and pulling them out of cars to actually like help like bottleneck stuff even more so that they could hear what they were saying about what happened to Floyd and all that stuff. That... Those are like extremists. I don't know what the hell they are. Yeah. That just seems that's, like I, I don't know what that is. That's not extremist. That's a that's a sort of a long time. Well, Black Lives Matter hasn't as a sort of they're not really an organization, but as a sort of group that's been a tactic since kind of their inception is blocking freeways just to get attention. Mm-hmm. That is, it's it, there's what, a give and take that, to it. Um, okay, you, what how does do I that? This? I don't understand what that's all. Well, well, you, you know they say, um, what is it that that phrase? Uh, no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, um, it's been a thing I've kind of been really internally conflicted about, which is that initial riot. Uh, what is it? What was it? Minneapolis, the Target that got burnt down. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, like day in day out. If, you know, these these protests would have gotten so big and so, you know, widespread, even stretching out in the different countries, had that event not occurred. Mm. And perhaps that, you know, like, like, is, is that the the dark side to the positive? That is this huge amount of solidarity across the country. Um, and if that were the case, then it would kind of speak to that tactic, uh, nefarious as it might be that that negative aspect will grab attention quicker than you know a peaceful group that's out of the way sure it's big you look at it as you're driving past but how many people are going to stop and look up what it's about let alone you know put out there that the thing is occurring in in their own social media or in their own circle you know circulate that information I get that, but I do not feel like it's that's a pain the in the ass. I get that, but no, no it, I mean it's not. I hear you, Lionel. Like they're so speaking louder than people who are just 
quietly trying to protest this. Well, yeah, they're not allowing anyone to ignore them. Which, yeah, but but then the downsides. Okay, there's the upside to that. Is yes, mm-hmm. they're being heard. They will be heard. The downside oh, yeah. to that is that people who already hated black people or whoever's marching are now going to even hate them even more because like these are obnoxious people. Like that's well, not well. That those people they were going to hate regardless. Okay, no, I, I no, I get I get that, but it's just going to make this whole situation escalate even more and last even longer. And I just don't feel like it's going to solve anything because all it's going to keep doing is just getting more and more people more riled up. It's just I, I just don't get yeah, why I, people would do that. So it's it, it's definitely like racist or racist, like for sure. Uh, but it is going to provoke more of a response from law enforcement in this case, which we've seen in the government, who's been forced to call in the national guard to deal with a lot of this stuff um and that has only led to it's a lot of people want to make this uh to use a terrible pun a black or a black and white issue um you know every kind of you know meeting between the police and whether it's a black person or a white person or a brown person or whoever whenever that interaction goes wrong, no matter what the circumstances or, or what was happening, they all kind of get filed in to one place. Um, and that's, you know, police brutality, no matter what the circumstances were. Mm. So those, those situations by their nature are already tumultuous and people Mm -hmm. are going to be on edge. People just getting pulled over I mean, it, obviously, you're not probably not going to be as nervous if you're, you know, a white guy driving a nice car. You're probably going to be, you know, whether there's a, a threat to you or not, if you're a black person driving a car, you're going to feel uneasy being pulled over by a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that perspective. And then the other side is, you know, a cop, you know, if he's racist or he's not racist, is going out each day putting their life on the line and they mm-hmm. are wondering you know am i going to pull this guy over does is this going to be the 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 time that shoots me so those situations are always tense even yeah. if they end in just you know you know a warning or a fix it ticket or whatever any kind of interaction between the police and the public are already tense so when you have something like a lot of fires being started and buildings and businesses being burnt down and the national guard mm-hmm. being called in and police being mobilized on top of the protesters that want to go out and protest against this perceived danger or actual danger depending on your definite danger you have uh, two groups of people who are who are tense and mm-hmm you know, stress levels increase and things get crazy. And certainly there are people that are, you know, bad actors on both sides. You know, you have extremists in the, in the protesters wanting to start riots or cause chaos. And you have mm-hmm. probably some people in the police force who are, you know, thinking this has been a long time coming. We're finally going to, you know, stomp these people into the ground or whatever. Like mixed and in. there's there's video of both yeah. if you look mixed in with people who are they're trying to either fight for their rights or just do their job mm-hmm. it's just pure chaos and put it's, it, it's got the potential put, yeah. for pure chaos put in that situation that. it's just like 
it's the same as you know the situation where someone's being pulled over or stopped or or whatever it's yeah but you increase the number exponential yeah yeah, it has the potential to go bad and this is just Mm -hmm. it's just an explosively exponential amount of you know like the stakes are just raised so much higher now so now you have you know people who are are dying on both sides of this you know i don't want to say war but it's like you know people are getting hurt and scarred for life and damaged on on both sides and it's mm-hmm. and and you know each side is then using that as a reason to like oh see how lawless these rioters are we need to smash them even farther into the ground and then the other side is going like look at how the police are are treating us right now they're Mm -hmm. they're just destroying us and they're completely out of hand and they're i mean i just saw a video someone randomly popped into the stream earlier and posted a video that i i saw earlier today of you know just some old man kind of walking up to the police and oh when they knocked him over yeah i don't know what they were saying but the you know that these cops have been doing the same thing they've been doing to basically every protester who's kind of walked up to them except Mm -hmm. this guy was an old guy and he just fucking fell straight to the ground and cracked his head open when they nudged him a little bit Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's tough to watch it's been really stressful for me i've been losing a lot of sleep on this and i've been having some interesting conversations with people about this uh i lost a tinder match with someone about all this (laughs) stuff (laughs) uh and you know i i turned off instagram but i i made this sort of long post about my feelings on the matter and i was just like i turned comments off i was like i'm deleting this app if you want to talk let's talk text me Uh, Mm -hmm. a friend texted me today and he was like i thought what you said was was good um and then I, it was it's funny. I had another. I was retreating a lot of stuff on on Twitter, and and someone, a friend, uh, messaged me, and he was saying like, he's kind of calling me out for not just speaking in my own voice, which I mm. I kind of appreciate, especially because on Twitter I feel like nobody is. Uh, I don't have any followers. Nobody's here to listen to me. But um, I don't know. I I thought that was actually kind of nice that somebody was. Like, I want to hear what you have to say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. i just been really sad and stressed out lately about this whole thing. I just, I mean, I, I've said this before, like, you know, up until I, I was around 2015, I was uh, probably around 2012, I was sort of getting into, like, becoming a humanist and then in around which is basically a belief in sort of the good of all people and really the potential for humanity to sort of rise up and overcome its problems together. Um, If you like Star Trek, that's probably what you like about Star Trek. Yeah. um, And then in 2015, I was starting to learn more about politics. Like, I was always really into history, but end of 2015, I was like, oh, like the political process is sort of interesting. And I think the more that I understand about this, the more informed I can be as a, as a voter and the more, you know, I can understand what's right and what's wrong and like who's fucking me over the more I learn about this stuff. Um, and so I was really getting into it and then Donald Trump happened and turned everything upside down about all that shit. Um, 
I've been in sort of this this downward spiral of like a philosophical crisis in my life mm. since then and this is kind of the lowest point that I've that I could be in just like politically oh. and philosophically uh, when I look all around right now I just see chaos and mistrust and and the potential for humanity being rammed into the ground and then and it was weird that in the middle of all this it was like Elon Musk launched a rocket into space and sent us back mm-hmm. into space and we haven't been into space for like what 10 years or something like that yeah some huge amount of time which it was it was kind of this weird like beacon and all this madness for me and it was like it was like bittersweet like I couldn't I kind of couldn't enjoy it I just kept thinking you, about you couldn't appreciate it the way you would have normally had there not been all of this like yeah yeah dire shit going on yeah. all around you it, it was interesting because it was such i don't know if any of you guys saw that movie uh, first man with ryan gosling uh, it's pretty good there's a little montage in the middle where they kind of talk about sort of the uh, civil unrest at the time with regard to civil rights and and they played this song i guess that was written back then called like it's called whitey's on the moon and it's about sort of the black struggle in America happening while white people are sending mm-hmm. other white people into space, onto the moon. So it's, it's like they've reached the peak of their potential and we're still in the gutter. Yeah. So I know there's just so much shit going on. I've been trying to like keep my head above ground and not be so mm-hmm. fucking stressed and still try to believe in the best and, of people or in people and it's just like it's tough when you and and i feel like a lot of the internet is trying to call people like me out oh because you're not like emphatically picking a side yeah i mean i it probably feels more like they're targeting me even though it's like i mean i'm on the i just want the the killing to stop it's like Mm -hmm. I, i mean i was talking to somebody the other day and i was like and I was just saying, like, this violence is, like, really disturbing. It's just, it's mm-hmm. fucked up. But And they were just kind of trying to tell me, like, they were basically kind of insinuating that it's, you know, change it has to come with casualties sometimes. Mm. Um, and I but I guess that's true, but I, I think we can, there's other ways we can exhaust before that happens, but... I mean, uh, so that's the thing, though. Like, I, I don't believe to any change is going to come out of this. I, I, I honestly don't. I, I, I disagree. I, I, I don't think there will be. I think the I change. Think, I think where we're it in needs... a dire situation if something doesn't change after all this. Like, like okay, like a okay. profoundly bleak. Okay, Lionel, you're correct. I'm not. You're correct. We we are where change does need to happen. I'm just saying because of the type of government we currently have right now that out of this there will not be change all that will happen is that people are going to keep rioting the looting there's going to be the peaceful protest or the good side of this but the rioters and looters because the way the news is directing all this it's going to be it's going to make all these people just look like a bunch of nutcases and mm-hmm. trump since he has no fucking clue what he's doing he's just going to keep being a dumbass and he's just going to keep trying to handle this in a really poor shitty sh- really shitty way and then 
the only way this is going to end is that it's finally going to maybe die down after a couple of months, maybe a year. I don't know. But I, I, I guarantee you there, because of how our government works right now and who's leading it, there will not be any like, oh, my God. We absolutely cannot have this happen again. We got to start like, you know, start like, you know, talking to all these different police departments. We got to start like getting some new processes in place. We got to, you know, we got to filter out and like fire all the bad police. We got to make sure none of this stuff ever happens again. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know if you guys saw it, but like there was a time, like I think a couple days ago or something where like Trump literally turned off his fucking lights. Like he turned, he basically went completely dark and ignored and it ignored all of this. That is not what a good president does. Yeah. So I, I, I personally feel like this is just a lot of shouting that, yes, people want to hear their voice heard. Yes, all the stuff that's built up over time for Black Lives Matter and like police constantly beating up on people, it's building and it's exploding right now. And I understand all that, but I just feel like the only real change happens is, in, is through politics. And right now, the current politics we have are really, really shitty. So I, I just personally don't feel like it's going to change anything. So I, one thing I think I should point out that has been, it's yeah, been there we go. sort of moving around the internet is that uh, I've, I've seen this retweeted a few times. It's, it's that, uh, and actually it was in Obama's uh, op-ed that he wrote the other day, which was that, you know, a lot of this stuff has to do with, you know, politics at the local level. Um, Mm-hmm. So in, in some sense, I I sort of agree with you only because it kind of rests on the populace to inform themselves about what's going on at the local level. Um, and that's something that's like, it's pretty hard. Like, because, you know, we have, if you watch the news and you follow Twitter, what's trending and what is being reported on is usually, you know, the big stuff, the political you know who's you know the presidential primaries and all that. What's Washington doing? Yeah, uh, the federal. So it's like fairly easy state. To, to stay informed about that stuff. Like I knew uh, during the primaries I was gonna support Andrew Yang. Um, Me too. But then when I got my ballot and then saw all the local elections, I was just like, oh, I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. I need to like start googling right now. So I, I think. There needs to be something, you know, it, it needs to be easier and more accessible to learn about like local governments, or maybe I just need to get better at it. But I, I, so, and I think that's a key thing. Like people need to, there's got to be some way to get people more involved in, in local politics because, I mean, people were saying like it's, you know, this sort of thing isn't even like, even at like, the governorship level like it's it's down to like the mayors who are handling like districts in town and whatnot um and uh, it's something i've been seeing a bit of lately is you know richmond like where i live has been like pretty quiet and from what i've read that's because i guess over the last 10 years richmond has worked pretty hard to enact some you know police reform and <laughs> their police force is I, I guess trusted by the community I mean, we had one blip where people, some like I think a few people tried to, they tried to loot the Walmart, and I think the cops just kind of showed up and like took care of it. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't like a mass looting or or rioting over there. Uh, so it, it is 
possible if people like learn more about their local government, but it's just that is not like the juicy, easy stuff for people. Yeah, to, no, it doesn't feed that twenty-four hour yeah. news cycle. So, so that's where I'm kind of like agreeing with you a little bit. It's just like I don't know that all this craziness is going to inspire people to vote. Really, you know, I mean, and. It's even hindering the process a little bit. The other day I saw, you know, it was a voting day and I forget which state the other day. And I just saw articles that were like, you know, chaos and confusion at voting polls in wherever. So, you know, the pandemic was already going to make that stuff harder. And there's already been some like sketchy stuff going on with regards to, you know, vote by mail. Like apparently every Republican ever is against this for some reason. Um, it's just like it's just like fuck like the more I learn about government the more I realize that the failings of government are kind of the failings of people really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I was listening to one podcast where they were talking about all this stuff and when they were interviewing one guy um, um, about it, it was, I think it was on an episode of Today Explained which is a Vox like kind of daily news political podcast that's really good but anyway uh they were he was asking a bunch of questions this one i think it was like a professor or something like so what exactly should we do here i mean you know is it is we need to reform the police do we need to like you know how, how can we all work together to actually fix this problem and he was like saying well the you know individuals they just need to actually start getting more involved in their local community they have to you know get more engaged on how, how things are working and just like you know mike the stuff like you were saying which yeah that would do it like i was saying like a little uh, earlier it's really you can shout and scream all you want but change will not happen unless you know it, it will only happen at the political level like you just it has to and and i think what people think is that if we yell and scream loud enough then like you know the the government or whoever will hear us and that will force the change to happen but if you're just kind of just yelling out everywhere you got to focus that into a direction that kind of where it makes sense and that kind of goes back to what you were saying mike about educating the community so they know where to focus that attention instead of just screaming everywhere they can you know they can focus all in one direction and work together as a community to, to start improving and making sure that this that this stuff doesn't happen so it's just but that's the problem i just don't feel like right now with everything that's happening people are even thinking about any of that they're just yeah if we scream louder and louder that eventually will be heard and if people don't want to hear us, well, guess what? We'll scream even louder so that they do hear us. And then after they've, you know, after they've heard us, well, they'll figure it out. Versus like, you know, well, maybe if we all stop yelling and come together and figure out what the core problem is and then kind of really sit down and think about how we can solve this as a community, it, that seems like the more logical direction to go. But no one's doing that right now because there's just so much ah, everywhere. Yeah. So... I just find this incredibly frustrating. And what people, I mean, people aren't thinking about all the bystanders. There's just so many bystanders. Like going back to what I was saying about people are losing, like, you know, like small businesses are closing like left and right. Like little businesses that don't deserve to be broken into are getting broken into. Yeah. Like people are suffering when they don't need to suffer. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's but, just, yeah. ah. I saw this thing that just like really pissed me off and just kind of broke my heart was this old 
saw a black lady being interviewed in Minnesota and she was just like crying on TV saying like they broke in the grocery outlet and they broke into the dollar store where I go to get groceries and like where am I supposed to get my groceries now and that's just like yes that's like yeah because I it's like a you know I know that fucking feel like I've been to like dollar general to get groceries with my family before when mm-hmm. times are hard and like grocery outlet and shit like that it's like it's just fucked up you know and it's mm-hmm. like you know and people I I guess Target was sort of I can't explain targeted it's a pun. targeted uh, but it's like, sorry and like you know when I hear you know people trying to loot my local Walmart it's like you know those both of those places are now grocery stores so that's you know those are now places where people cannot go to get groceries at that at those places in those communities that we're trying to protect yeah the targets around where i live were actually closed because they were scared that they were going to be looted again which is ridiculous so it's just yeah i don't know that's why i personally feel like a lot i don't i honestly do not think there's going to be any change there should be change out of this but considering how people are using this uh, opportunity to just kind of, <laughs> as an excuse to just go crazy, I, I just, I think that's going to overshadow any type of good that people want to come out of this. So, uh, anyway, yeah. Jumper Kales, we haven't heard that much from you. What do you, how you been doing? Uh, not good. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep it. And, and this isn't from any one source. It, it, amongst other things, I've somehow found myself in the company of more than one group of conservative-minded people. Mm. And I've been, yeah, it's bizarre. But you know, I didn't. I didn't. It, as I see it, your friends are your friends, regardless of whatever. So even when I found out that 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 bent existed in them, that was like, okay, that doesn't stop anything. And even uh, being around them, it kind of like uh, altered my perception of how to approach things, um, both politically and specifically. Just that word. Start to, d- diplomatically, like how you interact with people, um, changed being around them, and so I kind of had this idea that okay the best thing you can do as someone who has like a different point of view from someone else is to be a positive aspect of their life in hopes that not even in hopes that, but just a byproduct of that being that when they have to think about the other, when they have to think about that other group out there that they would normally vilify, they also have to think about you and that might keep them from some of the uh more like toxic ideas of just like making this other group of people out to be the villain mm-hmm. it's like i know you know i have my friend here he, he he's not a villain so so maybe maybe they're not all like that maybe there's something else going on um i've kind of doubled back on that and think maybe that's just me because i don't see any any aspect of my being around having affected them in any way whatsoever. Uh, basically I've been made privy to how, and, and, and to be clear about something I'm on 
pretty far on the uh, left end politically, and I'm not trying to say this as a broad-reaching thing about people with uh, conservative ideals, but I've been made privy to how some people on that end talk about both folks on the left and minorities in particular, and it was really staggering and kind of led me to believe that I was in a place of complacency about where race relations were. Hmm. There is a lot of like really dire shit on that other end. And it's been really screwing with me. I've been, and I, I wish I could say I've been trying not to let it have an effect, but it's actually been the opposite where I kind of want to let it have an effect, have them so, so I can cut this painful aspect off. Hmm. And just be over there where it's safe and i can't make my brain do that and that's not me trying to like blow myself or anything like that it makes me feel like a goddamn idiot but getting that off my chest in regards to the actual matter of the protests just seeing the solidarity formed the unity at work like seeing so much of the country united in one ideal one uh, what's the term I'm looking for here? Altruistic, maybe ideal, mm-hmm. like wanting for people to not hurt and seeing that stretch, like not just within this country, but outside of the country and seeing, seeing how big this is. I think there would be dire consequences if this didn't have some kind of effect. If only because apathy is a real problem when you get into like the the impoverished maybe the anyone in that category of oppressed what a lot of people might see as like uh laziness or criminal intent or anything like that um is ultimately at least as far as i see it rooted in apathy of specifically a feeling that nothing they'll do regardless of how hard they try will matter it's also a failure of education a lack of education on well, on the uh, impover on the oppressed end, yeah. Mm. Like like them not knowing how to affect the change, yeah, or like them not having access to it. Yeah, well, not knowing how. I mean, not knowing how is it. It kills a lot. like, and I know because I, you know, I like basically come from the hood. And mm-hmm. I've grown up. I'd say lower middle class. I mean, definitely seen. You know, grew up with a single mom. Like, we were definitely on food stamps as a kid at mm-hmm. a few points, and it was just chaos. And it's, it's, it's tough growing up in a, in an environment where your childhood is is kind of just, it's just chaos, um, because it makes it yeah. harder for you to learn things that other people, you know, learn pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I, I was saying, you know, I was starting to learn about the political process in like 2015 that was only five yeah. years ago and i was like 26 mm-hmm. now i see what you mean no, no i was in 26 i was like 28 mm-hmm. um like that and, and even just like very basic stuff like i didn't learn until much later in life that you know it took me a long time to to learn finance i didn't really understand um how I was paying for school while I was in school. Um, it took me till afterwards, like looking back 
to to know what had happened to me uh, and that like I had kind of wasted all my grant money in junior college and then you know I didn't understand why I was getting less and less financial aid money and then less and less loan money while I was in school so there's that kind of thing I mean I didn't understand you know going to the doctor like I, I, I remember going to a doctor for this condition and not really understanding sort of how healthcare worked I didn't understand that I needed to do a shit ton of legwork to facilitate communication between like you know the clinic I was seeing and this other place where I needed to go like I needed to call these places I just thought like oh it's the 21st century like all this stuff is on a network and they can just type things in and like make appointments mm-hmm. and shit and they have access to my entire medical history it's like no you need to call your old hospitals and get forms sent to where you're being seen now and shit like that like let alone here's how your local government works here's mm-hmm. how we elect a mayor and here's all the power that the mayor has here's how like the assembly members work and and i still kind of don't really understand a lot of that shit and like districts and it's, it's tough to get in you know when you get like, yeah when you get like a c in in like california government in middle school or some shit that doesn't really prepare you you know class wasn't really yeah. fun like if you even get to take a class on how government works. Yeah. Like I made it through high school without ever having to learn about economics. Yeah. That's another thing. And that was across two high schools. I want to say, I didn't even know how the fucking stock market worked until like sometime in the last, you know, five or six years or something. I was definitely well into adulthood before I understand any Mm -hmm. of that stuff. So there's all this stuff that you're just kind of like, left to figure out when your childhood is preoccupied with survival basically yeah 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 no no it it basically like eats a lot of that time other people get to spend on you know broadening their knowledge base yeah um but, uh, i guess what i was uh, going to with like just just how big and wide reaching broad and evolving these protests are um Maybe for the, I know I want to say for sure the first time since the protests, the civil rights protests of the '60s, have we had this sense of unity. It's like unification of so many people, so many different people moving towards a single ideal. So I think this would be a crushing blow to anyone involved for there not to be some kind of change to occur. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, some of it is already not really put in place, but um, they're kind of like placeholders. They're basically um, the actual officer in question who killed Floyd is now being charged as it stands right now with second degree murder. And all four officers are being charged with are being charged with something. Yeah. I don't know if they've said what yet, but they're all going to be in court. Yeah. Even though the, um, the police union associated with them is trying to fight it because they're saying that they got fired without due process. Mm. Um, in spite of that, that's already in place and there are people trying to move towards, uh, setting a federal, I think federal police reform. There's efforts being made there on that broad reaching sense. So 
there are bookmarks in place so that should it end tomorrow, at least something was done. There is plenty of room for them to wiggle around that and possibly fuck us over, in which case we're back to those dire consequences. But this whole thing, it's been screwing with me. It's, it's been eye-opening as to like how much of what we believe to be improvements in race relations has actually just been kind of a veneer. The real improvement is how people are expected to speak on it publicly. The real improvement is that you can't be anywhere near as open about any sort of like hostile or targeted feelings. And I think that the issue is even less about race itself. I mean, it's race in that there are profoundly negative uh, opinions about, you know, maybe minorities on one side and uh, the majority on the other. However, a lot of these are more so rooted now in political ideas than purely ideas about race. Um, like, like the fascinating thing has been for me is seeing that the angriest people on the conservative end of this have been black conservatives. Um, what are they angry about? They're angry at other black people. Like there's this feeling that this is all part of a plot to further, either further some idea of black supremacy via claims of oppression, and I guess maintaining some sort of moral high ground to guilt people into doing stuff. Um, that it is somehow demeaning to black people as a whole to claim that oppression is still something that holds us back. Um, that it's outright racist and that it is fueled by white liberals trying to maintain some idea of superiority via some weird idea of charity. It's been bizarre. Um, but really just this, <laughs> I guess most of this has been kind of like internal for me, um, but, but just trying to speak objectively on the matter. Uh, I do agree with you guys on the fact that really coming to learn and understand aspects of local government, how that works and how to be involved is what has to be done beyond this. Like, should the protest end tomorrow? Should they keep going on regardless as to what happens next? That needs to be what every individual person starts working on from this point onward. Because that's where, even if change is made through this, that is where change is going to stick. That's where, you know, the uh, steady effort, the constant vigilance, that's, that's where that effort is going to be best placed. Because... If I'm keeping it 100 here, this next like uh, election, this or who we have for potential president for the next four years is slim ass pickings. Because as much as we don't it's like Trump, people. I'm pretty sure Biden does not know where he is half the time. Mm. I think Biden knows where he is. Well, he's really our only other choice. <laughs> yeah, it's Biden. Or that's it. I, just I, I think that I think the criticisms of Biden are slightly overblown. Like I do think possibly I would rather probably see a younger man in there for sure mm -hmm. or woman, whatever. 
Um, but I think he's, I, I think he's still, he's, he's still got plenty of fire left in him. He, mm-hmm. he, he misspeaks like any other person. and he, He's been stumbling he's, and fumbling. He's from another generation, but I mean, I was watching a, a speech he was giving today and it was like, you know, he was reading a little bit, but then as it went on, he got into the groove and he was sounding good. And, and I think I said this before on here, the last debate he was in, it was just him and Bernie. Um, mm-hmm. And he did fine. He looked fine out there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I listened to a podcast recently where Andrew Yang was talking about, you know, getting to know the candidates and he was like, you know, Biden is still like, he's a lot sharper than people are giving him credit for, especially for his age. You know, the thing about the debate stage before was, you know, he was being, he was up there and he was the front runner being attacked by nine other people. So yeah, it's kind of that's a true. lot to take in. Um, I said he wasn't my choice, but no, not mine either. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I agree that all of the progress we've made in terms of race relations are like merely optical. It's not purely optical. There's just way more of that than I thought really what it is. It's getting that peek behind the curtain and seeing what gets said when, when the other side isn't looking Mm -hmm. that has been like really dire eye opening and, so depressing that I actually want to be more apathetic. Yeah. And can't make my brain do it I, in spite of my efforts. Yeah, I think what I did latch on to what you were saying is how a lot of that sort of racism is it's sort of like the overt racism has kind of gone a bit by the wayside. You still see pockets mm-hmm. of it. But it's it's sort of I didn't know if it's I wouldn't say it's built into the institution and that's probably like, Oh, like you're not supposed to say shit like that. But I Mm -hmm. I do think if you look at what the, you know, Republicans kind of do, um, you know, they want to stay in power and Mm -hmm. it just happens to be the fact that, you know, a lot of black people and a lot of brown people don't vote for them. So, they yeah. will do a lot of skeevy shit to. They will vilify them to try and, you know, stop people from voting or, you know, get more votes in a certain way, and they tend to target certain things that that, you know, end up focusing on people of color, and I think yeah, a that, lot of them genuinely don't think that, uh, what they're doing is racist, and they probably maybe they genuinely aren't racist, but this is what we refer to as sort of racial racist policies mm-hmm. I suppose or things that unfairly affect people of color well yeah it's been uh, the 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 big thing I've been seeing more than anything else and the one that's been bugging the ever loving shit out of me is the uh, redirections like when you want to talk about this issue in particular about black people being disproportionately harmed and killed by police officers as the need for police reform and the jump comes to well why aren't you working this hard against black on black crime uh where was this concern when a black cop got killed 
why aren't you as mad when a white person gets killed by police? And there is never really any conversation they want to have on those topics beyond feeling like they've pointed out a hypocrisy that should completely shut down everything you do. And it's, it's just been a point of infuriation for me personally. Yeah. I mean, just because it's, it's, it's not, it's not a genuine concern. Like if somebody wants to come to me and have a conversation about that, then, you know, depending upon which one of those topics it is, I, I may want to have that conversation privately with that person, but I'm willing to have it. The problem is, is too often there's nothing beyond that other than, so you should shut up now and not complain. Yeah, that's so. You see that from a lot of the talking heads on TV and shit like that. They'll throw mm-hmm. counter fact like that. But I mean, it, the real conversations about those should be had. Like, I mean, if we're well, they should be. Had, but the black on black thing sh- doesn't need to be had in front of conservative America. And the reason why I say that before anyone gets mad, any of the negative two people watching, is that it feels too much like people are not involved wanting you to be beholden to them regarding how you deal with something. Hmm. Yeah. Wanting you to air your dirty laundry in front of them, whether it's Hmm. to further some idea of superiority or thinking, okay, you owe this to me or whatever the reason is. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty far from being a conservative thinker. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, whoever you are. It smells. Yeah, I was referring more. That's a we go down that rabbit hole. But I was referring more to like, you know, idea of like, why aren't you mad when when a white person is killed by the cops? And it's like, I am personally a fair a fair amount of white people. Or it's this is the breakdown as I understand it is the amount of white people and black people killed by the cops is actually pretty similar in terms of numbers but it's a bigger proportion of black people compared to their population yeah that's exactly it you know the population when when the white people represent 60 and black people represent 20 and the numbers are the same yeah it's a drastic difference it comes down to who's in poverty and it's just Mm -hmm. a bigger you know you have more people in poverty who are going to care about that sort of thing and they're just a lot of middle class to upper class white people who probably don't really give a shit about poor people getting killed mm-hmm. you know, not white people or black people really but it's mm-hmm. I mean that's the, the other thing it's like if you say something like that then you should be on the side of this like I kind of like to that point it does kind of not that it bothers me but i do kind of i just think it's worth talking about that you know so many other you know other brown people too are being killed but it's really become this this thing where it's kind of just black people and allies versus police Mm -hmm. or the system or whatever when it's really there should be and there are a lot of white people but they are kind of like I know you were saying you don't like this from the conservatives, but there are a lot a lot of white people who are kind of jumping on board with, you know, I need to be an ally and I need to kind of proclaim that I I support all this and stuff. But it's like I, think, I appreciate I, I that think, personally. I, think, I I just I 
think it comes off as sort of insincere some of the time. Like virtue signaling. Yeah. A That's little what bit. I've been hearing a lot of. Um, I, it, it Sometimes. depends. But I, I think my point is this, that they should be mad that poor, you know, people of, of, of any color any, has that happened to them yeah without venturing into like all lives matter territory well the I thing and think. the thing about that is the two shouldn't be at odds if yeah. you're looking at the concept of all lives matter being anything besides a black lives matter counter protest yeah i mean i we don't need to go down that rabbit hole because it's been talked to death obviously it's not only black lives matter it's black lives matter and they do of course it's a particular but, focus but it's just like well, one one of the reasons it's, it's why I'm still the problem it seems to be it's it's getting funneled through the the black viewpoint of things, mm-hmm. which is it's fine, but I, I don't know. I just wonder if if we did hear that more. if we're gonna are are we gonna you know jump to the call when it's time for someone else to be defended? Uh, I don't know. I I just think <laughs> if we you know recognized how many other types of people are being killed. Maybe it would be easier to pass. We could, I don't know. Because it's not, I don't know, it just bothers me when everybody breaks down every single bad interaction with the police as a race thing. When I think that definitely comes into play a lot of the time, but I, I think it, I think it comes, it's less than you'd think about the racist cop versus the minority and more about the history of racism putting people of color into cities that are damaged with high crime rates it's yeah pushing us into these situations and yeah I think there's there's any number of things that would point to that like uh cointelpro and the concept of redlining yeah yeah i mean all that shit so you know and you look at the way police are you know when they go into a bad neighborhood they're going to be put on edge and Mm-hmm. And it's just not good. So I, I don't know. It's this is what I, you know, what I see. I think a lot of you know people of color understand that when they when they're talking about institutional racism mm-hmm. you know, as a thing, <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Is yeah, we just haven't had these opportunities to rise up and be as successful, and you know have our neighborhoods flourish mm-hmm. so we're over policed so over and under in the yeah. sense that you call the police and they show up an hour later yeah and then you if that's where it's this disconnect between me and like all these kind of white allies in quotation marks is that they mm-hmm. kind of they immediately want to jump into the sort of you know, no, all cops are racist. They're all bad. Like, yeah, I don't like that. A huge problem. I, I, just, I think I think that's counterproductive, and um, I think it's short-sighted, and, and that too it shows a lot of ignorance about the real situation. Um, and, well, it, it's also one of the things that's been kind of like heartening for me is seeing how much more civil the protests have become over time. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that has to do with and what I love seeing is a lot of sort of the black lives matter movement has, they're calling out these people that are trying to hijack shit. Like they're yeah. filming and oh, calling yeah. out like Antifa or whether they're, you know, corrupt undercover cops or 
or white nationalists posing and trying to blend in like people mm-hmm. are calling that shit out and that's yep and those are the ones that are trying to peacefully protest um but it does feel like we're just seeing it kind of and I, I've, I've been tuned out for the last couple of days so i don't know how much this cycle is repeating but it seems like it's been you know uh it's been peaceful protests throughout the day and then a lot of those people go home and then at night the looters come out. Yeah, and there's some like. Also, the looters that are active during today, the day, their tactics. If their tactics were to hide amongst the protesters and then act out amongst it, I want to say that's usually more the tactic of saboteurs. But uh, if that was the looter tactic before, it's now been to break away from the group and go to where the cops, the national guard, wherever aren't, hmm. and loot there. Yeah. So, so you know, the tactics are changing, and I guess, I guess, another reason why I, I am worried about calling for the protests to stop, specifically in regards to the looters, is I don't want that to become the de facto and highly effective countermeasure anytime someone, anytime a protest is necessary. Because a protest, let me be clear, that is no one's first choice, second, third, or even fourth. Um, if people have to protest, it usually means something has gone horribly wrong and they want it to stop now. So if there becomes too effective a means of stopping that, how trapped are people going to feel? I think some people do get off on protesting, but that's another story. Well, yeah, no, there, there's that, there's that too. It's, there's been a lot of, um, people trying to funnel their, uh, teenage angst. Yeah into these things like i'm not going to sit there and pretend that doesn't happen i'm not going to sit there and pretend that the there aren't people among the protests that are trying to get in cops face and talk shit call them yeah. pigs or i mean some of them there was that weird seven foot tall robot with the gopro on his fucking head collecting cop information i didn't see that but uh... <laughs> it, it was a sight yeah um but yeah i mean we got to be real too like it sometimes it ain't like bad actors and people from out of town try to steal shit <laughs> it's like yeah I yeah but it's 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 as as many as it is them it's it's also yeah. like angsty suburbanites yeah and people who are and people across the board who are just fucking bored yeah and this is why it's like, disappointing for me cuz i i kind of just had it baked into my heart that people we're, we're good. Good and wanted good things, and and they're and and they are. If if these protests are meant to be any or any indication, Mike, they vastly outnumber everyone else. I hope so. I mean, just looking at the sheer numbers of it, I would say yes, and that's not faint praise coming from me. You know this. You know how I feel about people. Yeah, I think we're switching places. Not necessarily. I'm trying very hard to be worse, and it just won't work. But, uh, yeah, anyway, we've been going for quite a bit of time here. Uh, but, you know, it's funny, the first thing I saw about the <laughs> about uh, when I sort of woke up and was checking Twitter was, like, immediately I just saw memes about shit. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, like, like, too soon, motherfucker, god damn. No, it, it was... It was so soon, I didn't even know it was, like, serious. I was just like, what the... Mm-hmm what this lady is she's blocking a target what what's going on like they're making fun of like this 
fire was what was going on <laughs> like yeah yeah before you can get the actual news they've already memed it yeah the internet is efficient yeah <laughs> well there's we could keep talking about this forever but uh i don't know just to wrap up anything you yeah. want to get off your chest I've done what I could without getting on a soapbox. Yeah, I know. You weren't already on one jumper cable? Shut up. I'm trying. Um, I hope things change for the better. This is our soapbox. I've I've got a collection of them that I've been like trying very hard not to stack up. This podcast is our soapbox. The problem is it's just like in an empty field in the Midwest or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's that episode of the Boondocks. <laughs> Huey sets up his soapbox, but everyone's going to the lemonade stand. Oh, Huey's been been getting passed around today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone drew like a little thing of him, and everyone was. Calling oh yeah, him holding out. that sign. Everyone was calling him out, saying it's not how he. That's not what Huey would say. Yeah, I saw that. I I I fucking reposted it on my Facebook. Oh yeah, if you don't. Uh, well, I guess I'm talking to YouTube now. You two should probably avoid my Facebook for a while. I have had Facebook turned off for years. <laughs> That's good. I have been a reposting machine. Well, I've been doing that on Twitter. I'm trying to stop. Ever since my my friend basically slid into my DMs and told me to. <laughs> it's like, dude, seriously, calm down. <laughs> well, he was kind of just like, I don't understand what you're trying to say here. Which is like... I, I don't know if I was really trying to craft a narrative with my retweets. I was just kind of... That's what I was doing. Yeah. I was just kind of trying to highlight the situation. Cause I, because mm-hmm. I do think it's important to pay attention to all the sides that's going on. Like, the good and the bad on both sides. Like, you know, police are being nice and respectful and handing the situation, like... Mm-hmm. pretty okay in some places and pretty not I've been okay. trying to document when they do that too because I yeah. I profoundly appreciate that yeah and they're, they're trying not to but you know those those uh, white allies don't like it when you focus on the good fuck them <laughs> but uh, I want as much good as humanly possible so anytime I see it yeah. I highlight it but yeah you know and the, the protesters too like the for every all these good protesters there's you know rioters you know losing their minds and looting. well no yeah there are but it's but just let, let, let's not mince the two mix the two together i'm not that's why i just said that okay yeah i'm just saying it all exists and a lot of people are you know i've we've talked about this sort of thing before whereas you know i think you know this show in particular is evidence that you know black people are not a monolith don't all think the same mm-hmm. nobody really does uh, yeah trying to get any one group of people to do something in unison is nigh on impossible so yeah. the sheer number of people involved here should say something about the situation in question yeah and and neither are white people they're not all mm-hmm. the same. they're not all racist they're not all born racist I wish no no I no wish that could, shit is learned and developed i wish we could stop that narrative i'm seeing pictures of like kids like people forcing their kids to hold up signs about their privilege and like yeah i don't like that 
either. It's fucked up, man. Like don't like they're they're they're, they're they're those are those are babies. Just let them be fucking babies. I saw a new one today where the new trending hashtag is like like white people. I think it might have started as a call for like the allies to to do mm-hmm. it, but like people are like women are shaving their the head now in hmm. solidarity with Black Lives Matter. I, that's like just developing. That's you know, like I, <laughs> I I I appreciate the energy Joe's and the willingness, right <laughs> but I'm not asking for that. Uh, the fuck? Yeah. What's that? What? I don't, what's the connection? I don't understand the connection. Um. Well, I think I think white. it. Well, well, I think the other thing is is that um in different cultures, cutting one's hair is like a act of um restitution i'm not sure if that's the proper word but like you know you've done some shit wrong so you take that you take that thing from you you take that thing from yourself Uh, Uh, maybe maybe that's the logic i don't know i don't really care either way but it's just like it's like you know stupid black people everywhere aren't suffering from cancer i'm sure some of them are but it's like i mean i'm losing my hair but i don't think that's what that what that's about you know for me and jumper cables for your your poc buddies do us a favor and Leave that hair intact. Yeah, hold on to it for as long as you got it. For those of us that can't. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, you got any final thoughts on the situation? Yeah, I wish I could feel more optimistic about all this, but I don't. I personally feel all this is being handled completely wrong, and I feel all the riots and looting and all that stuff are completely overshadowing all of the good that's being trying now. I feel like that even if the good protests happen are very successful, they seem kind of empty to me in the sense that they're only for the moment. It's only making everyone feel good that, you know, yes, we're together, we're unified, this is amazing, but in the bigger picture, it's not doing anything. And even though they think it's doing something, it's not because, like I said, it's being overshadowed by all this other horrible stuff. And I feel once all this is over, um, it will once again be up to um the local people to kind of really push forward which i know they won't because they're gonna be like oh god finally it's over now we can move on and that's what they'll do they'll just move right on and i also feel like it's the responsibility of the the actual like united states government there's a whole department the department of um, the bop that is responsible for handling this sort of stuff and they're not doing anything right now, and they could, oh, yeah, but they're the not. The number of uh, claims they've made has dropped astronomically since Trump got into office. Exactly. So that kind of brings up you know, the other point I was making much earlier on, that uh, I feel like the government as a whole for the country could be doing a lot more right now, and they're not. And once all this is over, they should be doing more to force the change to happen, but they won't. Because once again, the leadership is not of quality. So I'm, I, I'm so sorry that I feel that I'm coming off as being not very optimistic about any of this stuff, but I, I truly don't think it's going to really change anything. I hope I'm going to, but I know it's not. So, yeah. Don't be sorry. So, yeah. Well, if that happens, I always have the option of going off grid. Mm. <laughs> Where would you go? So it's it's very sad. 
Yeah. Well, if I get, you know, if I get, if I get that living situation I was telling you about, um, I don't know, sky's the limit. Yeah. So I think this is hurting a lot of people. It doesn't need to hurt for really no reason at all. Well, you and the conservative right have a lot to talk about. Sure. I really don't take any side. I don't really care either way. I just, so I just want to keep. Uh, you're uh, apolitical. I honestly don't know what any of that shit means, Lionel. You can you're just uh, saying words you're non-political. To me. Sorry. Exactly. That like, I, like yeah, you don't I really fuck don't with care. any of it, regardless really of who care. And where it comes from. I okay. really don't care. I just don't feel it's going to make a difference at all. And even if it did, I really wouldn't care either way. I just want to live my life and make sure other people. Yeah, I don't know. That's just where I'm at with it. Mm, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys were getting pretty deep with that shit. I was like, boy, okay. Well, me and Mike are trying to, like, shrug off existential dread. Mm. I just think it's all ridiculous, and it's not really going to solve anything. There's a philosophical thinker named Kamu you would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No idea who that is, but that's uh, look him up. You'll have fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know if if any change will happen either. Uh, it's just, mm. but it's it for me. It's just because it's so hard to predict to predict anything. If anything, you know, over the past four years has taught me it's that you know people are just in some senses people are extremely predictable, but. Like when you get to know someone, you can know their tendencies and what they're going to do. But a mass of people, a mob of people, mm-hmm. how they're going to vote, what they're going to do, it, it's it's just wild. And like it, we've just been put under such pressure, like economically and socially, with the the quarantine and the virus and stuff. It's just I think things will calm down a bit uh, by next month, but I, I think that may be due to increased corona cases, but I, I don't know. I think I, I mean, I don't know, it's hard to tell because I think, what did they say, 70% are asymptomatic? Something mm-hmm. like that. Wow, is, is it that high? Yeah. Wow. I'm not sure, I mean, but I mean like 30% is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but it's 70% not showing anything. That's nuts yeah. i didn't think it was that big well that's also it's that's you know the dangerous part is that those people are passing it around so yeah yeah without realizing it's going to be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks you know we're really going to learn whether shutting down the country was a good idea or like whether it was really necessary or not I, i'm hoping it was because i don't want to hear from the people who were like adamant that it was a hoax from the start i I, I just don't want to deal with that yeah oh my other uh big my big uh conspiracy theory you want to hear that Mm -hmm. (laughs) before we go sure so uh you know the fucked up thing is i don't think it's that far-fetched like i'm i'm not like totally like freaked out about this but it's just something to consider is that you know especially when we were talking about how like you know, the progress of race relations in this city. Um, you know, let's not forget that a ton of Trump voters were Obama voters. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you know, he was elected and 
But, you know, Russia really hijacked a lot of the conversation around race before Trump yeah. was elected. And, you know, it, it's a proven thing. We all know that was a factor. We knew Cambridge Analytica was a factor. We knew the DNC humping us was a factor. And they did it again. Sorry, one of those soapboxes slipped in. I'll, I'll put it away. Um, but yeah, so... I mean, there's no reason why they would have stopped that. They basically got away with it. Um, so I think... You know, a lot of this confusion and stuff is possibly due to, you know, Russian influence. You're not the first person I've heard say that, actually. Well, I mean, I've been saying it since we learned about it four years ago. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's... it's not well, yeah, and it's... It, I think it's been... a basic level, we know they're doing something right now. Well, yeah, it's it's been confirmed. It, I, mean, I mean, it's also been confirmed that they, like, literally, like, yeah. pay people to do that shit. Yeah. And so, yeah, we know at least some of the conversation online is Russian bots. There's, I, mean, mm -hmm. I saw something the other day that said that China might be jumping in on that. Could be. So this is my, I don't think this is true. This is my conspiracy theory. Like my what if scenario is like, what if China really did manufacture that shit in the lab and then waited for it to like slow down in their country and then, you know, mm -hmm. and it comes over here, creates unrest and and like sickens everybody they shut down the country everyone is cooped up and you know then we start you know inflaming the message boards or the, you know twitter and oh. facebook and all that and then so you would so you think the end game was discord what like like the end game was destabilizing the country oh yeah but uh you know they just put the gas and waited for the so like the mm -hmm. spark to start the fire which was you know police killing people it was bound to happen at some point over the course of a few months well we most certainly have a pattern of it uh, I mean that's a little out there but it is just a little it is but I think it's still cause for concern that we are in this place and there are those people probably like that we are in this place like, you know, mm. Russia is happy as fuck right now about this. Yeah, they don't like us. Yeah. Probably. Well, let, let's say the, 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 the grander machinations of the government don't like us. Yeah. The individual people could probably care less. Yeah, so I think it's, it's probably not that grand of a, of a scheme, but it's certainly they're a part of all this stuff that's going on, and there's mm -hmm. certainly, it's probably going a lot better than they would have expected it to be going because of this. Um, it's it's massive. We saw it the other day. We talked about it earlier. Just the confusion in the polling places. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's and how easy it is to create yeah. false information, false narratives in this state of chaos. Yeah, it's not good. I don't want anybody calling me a fucking conspiracy theorist. I'm saying right now, it's probably not the case. <laughs> I say it's a, it's a it's a tiny tiny part of it, but like with the whole I I personally feel that the whole COVID stuff 
compared to other countries, we're kind of, I mean, we're, we're handling this pretty poorly. So I don't think that has anything to do with outside. Oh. Yeah, no, no, the, the lab stuff. <laughs> I'm talking more about the political stuff. The lab thing, oh, I don't think that's real. Okay. That's not okay. real. I'm just saying, like, what yeah. if? Like, it'd be a yeah. That's a movie plot. Yeah, that is long. Yeah, I mean, in fact, in, um, in some of the t- uh, cities in China, I think they're actually starting to do, like, a lockdown again because more cases started popping up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> Things are kind of not going so well over there again. Yeah, we'll think, see. Yeah, it was a purposeful Chinese attack. But, but, <laughs> but Russia for sure is like mm-hmm. they're, they're digging their teeth into this situation, and they're probably you know amplifying it a bit. And but the other mm-hmm. question is like, there's a lot of you know like we don't nobody's really figured out where the bait bricks are coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, oh yeah, that 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 shit is a fucking minefield yeah. clusterfuck of confusion and all over the place craziness. Like, I think it could be any, it could be Antifa, it could be some people think it's the cops, some people think it's you know, you know, could be everyone, could be legitimate construction, undercover racist. That's some weird construction. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it, well, I think anytime it's construction, you'll usually find something around the bricks to keep people from getting at them. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, like, and who knows? There's there's so many people like just like the the peep the guy that came up to that car that police car that was placed in the middle of a street and just mm-hmm. fucked up lit it on fire with two other people and then bounced like mm-hmm. who the fuck was that guy yeah like why the fuck was that car out there <laughs> i don't know it's like we, we, i mean and and the thing is is you'll you'll find video in yeah. damn near every direction you'll you'll find video of looting that is just flat out full-scale looting mm-hmm. um you'll find video of people tagging shit and either you know other protesters or just people you know telling them that to and they're like whatever yeah but anything whatever narrative you want you're gonna find proof to it yeah in fresno i don't know how this even happened uh one guy eluded a best buy with a forklift i don't know how mm-hmm. he even got one of those but that's well, yeah. just like what um, the yeah. Someone out here tried to break into a Best Buy by driving a car through the front door. Yeah, someone out here. They didn't. They didn't get away with shit though. They got caught. On the first night of riding, someone in Oakland fucking got a, a hold of like a. It was one of those. It was like a. What do you call those big fucking construction trucks that like picks up dirt and shit? Someone like hotwire that shit. And was driving <laughs> in the wow. Oh my God. That's some GTA shit. Yeah. I see uh, a few protesters with horses. A couple of them showed up in riot gear. I saw, saw like a tweet recently of like police or national guard. Some warning that there were protesters showing up with gas masks. And it's like, okay, you're, you're firing tear gas. What did you expect to happen? Yeah. yeah. There's also people showing up with leaf blowers, and that's like <laughs> advanced tech right there. <laughs> yeah. This is getting ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. On the sus- uh, on the subject of COVID, though, let me just say that I bought this recently, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be wearing it. Very fashionable. Yeah, yeah. I want to cosplay Sub Zero wherever I go, or um, as Joe would there say, tuck suitle. <laughs> there you go. I swear he says that. <laughs> go back and listen. You'll hear it. No, Joe, I understand. Um, anytime Mega Man throws the tornado hold out in Marvel vs. Capcom, I think he's saying Terminator Waterfall. 
Mm. <laughs> there you go. You want to see what come from, man. Mm-hmm. I think I have a lot of those. But, uh, yeah. I mean, just to wrap up my thoughts on the Russia thing, I just know that we got played big time in 2016, and I think we're getting played right now. Mm-hmm. How much of it, how hard we're getting played is up for debate, but we are getting played again. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I think that's, uh, you guys had enough of that? I could go on, but I won't. Yeah, well, we've been, been online for two hours. Um, I'm, I'm sure we can revisit this a little bit at some other point, but consider this our big topic on the issue unless something crazy happened. Did you guys see that fucking thing in Texas where the guy was trying to investigate that noise? What? <laughs> no. It was a fucking the craziest shit. It sounded like it came out of like a fucking Ridley Scott movie. It was like this screaming really loud. Mm-hmm. He was like, what the fuck is that? And then it was like screaming and then crying and shit and it was weird and he was like biking around trying to find this noise and other people on Twitter were like saying it and I was like Jesus Christ is this really happening like are we being invaded by aliens right now well it wouldn't but, uh, considering the year 2020 has been nothing can surprise me I'm sure you would be surprised <laughs> I'll put anyway, 20 bucks on that it turned out uh, huh. sure because if they show up it won't matter <laughs> we'll be using space bucks but uh well then you'll get 20 space bucks Mike yeah. Look forward to it. Um, it turned out it was like a valve, and it was like some weird factory that it was like a steam was being released from like a valve, like an immense amount of pressure. It just sounded like a woman screaming. It was crazy. Mm. <laughs> but uh, so I'm sure they'll make a documentary about it on Netflix in about a or, couple months, or make a movie out of it that says based on a true story. Huh. Yeah. What's the other thing? Is like, oh God, I don't know if I'm ready for all the fucking movies and and fucking. Oh yeah! Oh God! Stand up yeah. jokes about this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be milked so goddamn dry that it becomes kindling. Yeah, it was already bad with. Well, is that? Yeah, there's already a documentary that just came out about Floyd a few days ago on Hulu. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, it probably came out quick as they're trying to contribute to this. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Where can we find Joe? I think we can find Joe here at 8.30 every Thursday night. Pretty much. I I am not on social media in any fashion, so you will not find me anywhere on there. Yeah. What about you, Jumper Cables? Um, at Old Taku Connect. That's probably where you want to get me because I'm trying not to get political there. Mm. I save all that for my Facebook, and that is most of my poster friends only. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I am at Hyper90s on Twitter. I guess you can come at me there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'm I'm down for conversation. I mean, if I know you, feel free to text or whatever. It's tough times. People need to talk, whatever. Um, but yeah, we're at Hey Listen Radio everywhere. We even got these little links that you can see on the screen. You can't click them, but you can see them. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. 
just do a little search for Hey Listen Radio on there. And you can subscribe for free to the audio version of this show. Uh, we got Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, we were there first, Joe Rogan. Uh, we got Google <laughs> Google Play Music or whatever that is. Uh, and yeah, here, 830s. Uh, and sometimes I stream other stuff. But uh, yeah, it's tough to find an audience these days. Well, yeah, we, oh. have, we have to compete with the Joe Rogans of the world with their Jamies and their celebrity guests. Well, maybe soon you might be able to find me somewhere else. Maybe. I really, okay. I'm going to try. I, I've been like digging into some video, uh, audio, <laughs> video editing software. I think I'm really going to start trying to do those, as I'm calling them right now, gaming with the Joe. <laughs> yeah, look forward <laughs> to that videos. on our YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh... So. I'll start doing more of those. Yeah. I just need to start editing. You need to figure out your what's going on with your account there. Keep trying to. Edit, yeah, I've, but... I've I've checked many, 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 many times. That's not popping up anywhere. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed that, and it was quick and easy to do. So I just need to edit it a little bit, and I might start doing that. Okay. Thanks for your time, everybody. If you're listening to the audio show. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take it easy out there. Please stay safe. Yep. All right. Keep yourself alive. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs>